Hey, I'm Raquel Smith, and you're listening to Hidden Colors, a podcast about my story, her story, his story, and our stories of infertility. The struggles of becoming a mother, the excitement, the loss, and all the emotions that follows. So um, this is something that I've thought about doing for a while and was kind of struggling with wanting to really open up about my struggles and sharing it with the world. And finally, um, I just came to a point where I'm just thinking, I keep hearing it so many times over and over from different people and the struggles that they're going through, um, people that I've known going through school and they're dealing with the same struggles and you see them every day and not really know that they're struggling with the same thing that you're struggling with or that you've struggled with. So I want this podcast to be a platform where we can all talk about our stories and share with each other and uh, with our community this struggle that happens more often than not. So one of the things that I want to do first is share my story um, because you run into people all the time. You know, they'll say, when are you going to have a baby? It's time, this and that, and you're getting older. And deep down in the back of my mind, I'm saying, why is it your concern? And only if you knew that I've been trying for many years and haven't been successful um, and have experienced loss. So. I just kind of want to start off telling you guys and sharing with you my story um, of infertility. So in 2004, I was in a relationship dating someone. And after about a year and a half or so, uh, we decided to start living together and had the conversation you know, about starting a family and all of those things. And I never really thought about it before then. And um, so we started trying and it didn't happen, you know, for a while. They said you have to try for a year. But even prior to us talking about it, you know, nothing ever happened. At that time, I believe I was about 27 or so, never gotten pregnant. So I decided, okay, well, maybe I should go to the doctor, talk to the doctor about it, find out what's going on. Because I was having a cycle. My cycle was coming on um, twice a month. And so that was kind of concerning when I started thinking about it. So went to the doctor, the GYN, and kind of shared what was happening. And um, he suggested that he do a series of tests, you know, to kind of see what's going on. You know, he asked the questions, how long have you guys been trying and so forth and so on. So we've gone through the process. So he decided that he was going to um, conduct a series of tests, which he did. So if anybody (laughs) have gone through this, you know 
this dreadful, dreadful test um, that I call the devil. It's the hysterosalpingogram. And don't ask me how I remember it. I only remember it because I hate it and it was very painful for me. So in short, some people call it the dye test because what that is, is um, they insert a dye in your uterus, your fallopian tubes to kind of see where the dye travels, how it travels, and if it's able to get to where it needs to get as far as the sperm getting through there and being able to fertilize your eggs. So we did that. The results came back. Um, and he said that my tubes were filled with fluid and so forth and so on. So then he suggested to go in, and I believe this test is called a laparoscopy. I may be saying it wrong, um, where he went in through my belly button um, to go in to try to unblock the tubes or to drain the fluid. Um, after he did that and I went back to see him, he told me that because my tubes are so microscopic that if he were to go in to try to drain it or unblock it um, with the fluid that he may end up causing more damage than he would like to. So he suggested for, you know, him not to go ahead and do that, but for me to go and see a fertility specialist. So wasn't too happy about that. Um, went to go see a fertility specialist. Uh, that doctor did everything that he needed to do as far as testing and all of those things. And um, we then decided that we were going to go ahead and try the um, in vitro fertilization. Um, and I know many of you that have gone through it knows the process, how daunting, how meticulous you have to be, how expensive it is. But at the time, that's something that we wanted to do. So we went ahead and did it. At the time, I was working for a company that did offer some coverage for uh, the testing and the process and so forth and so on. It didn't cover it 100%. So we did have to come out of pocket um, financially in some areas of doing that. Um, so anyway... I'm just kind of making this story shorter to save time, but as we go on in the podcast, um, I'll be able to share a little bit more. So went ahead and tried the um, in vitro, went and started a cycle, everything was going okay, going back to the doctor every couple of days, getting your blood work done. Um, checking your levels, waiting for that dreadful phone call to say, yes, you're going to continue. We're going to change the dose or no, it's not stimulating your your uh, follicles. So you have to stop and so forth and so on. So went through that a couple of times, um, ended up uh, getting the follicles to grow and extracting some eggs and fertilizing them, picking out the good ones, you know, saving uh, those and not using the ones that weren't really good. And um, after a couple of, of times doing that, 
um, getting to the point where the eggs were fertilized and, you know, they were good and implanted and waiting for the 14 days, the dreadful 14 days where you're trying not to stress, you're trying not to worry about it. But in your mind, you're thinking, are you doing everything okay? Are you walking fast? Are you walking too slow? Are you, you know, taking too many stairs? Is that bag too heavy for you to lift? And so forth and so on. Until the day you get the phone call after going back and doing the blood test to then be told that, no, you're not pregnant. Um, Then you go through the whole process again. And, um... During that time, being stressed out, not really wanting to talk to people about what what you're going through, what you're doing, Um, and then finally doing it again, getting there and ended up getting pregnant after the 14 days, being told that, yes, you're pregnant, you're excited, you're doing everything you're supposed to do, or you're thinking too much or you're stressing too much about it, and then um, getting, you know, a couple of weeks along and you're doing okay to see blood and of course when you see blood you get nervous you're scared um so that happened to me in 2007 and um I was really excited when the doctor told me that I was pregnant and um I can remember the excitement that I felt like this is finally going to happen. And um, then to get to the point where you see blood, you're rushing to the emergency room, finding out that, yes, you know, you're pregnant, but they can't tell you whether something is going wrong or not because it's too soon in your pregnancy. And um, being told that you need to go back to your doctor and doing the blood test, and then getting that dreadful phone call. So that's kind of where I left off trying again, not being successful, not even getting to, you know, the end of the cycle, and so forth and so on. So um, that's where I am. Long story short, that uh, relationship ended after eight years. Um, no pregnancy, no baby came out of it. Um, and me then going and trying it on my own after that relationship and being single for a year. So I tried on my own where I went and got the sperm, you know, went and read bios, picked out someone that I thought would be a good match, uh, going through the whole process all by myself this time thinking that I'm not stressed out about it and it's going to work and then getting the eggs implanted and so forth and so on and still getting that phone call to say, I'm sorry, but unfortunately, um, the pregnancy test is negative. So that after that, that was in um, 2012 and uh, that was in October of 2012 where I did it on my own and it didn't work. And then just came to the point where I said, you know what, Um, at this time, I'm just going to stop. I'm not going to do it. It's just not in the cards for me to become a mother that way, for me to 
be able to get pregnant or have a baby. So something else is in the cards for me and I don't know what it is. So decided that I was going to accept that fact. It was a struggle. It was hard. I had to go to therapy, um, having resentment and being upset and angry, going through the stages of loss, of grief and, and all of those things. And um, here I am. 41, married, and still not a mom. So I just wanted to be able to talk about that, um, to share my story. And again, that's not the full story. That's just a little bit about what um, I went through and where I am today, still not being able to uh, conceive a child of my own, uh, still not being able to afford to necessarily have a um, gestational um, surrogate or someone to carry my child for me um, so I can be a mother in that way. So I wanted to be able to open up some platform where um, women like me that are having similar struggles to be able to talk about it and share their experiences as well. So I hope you guys enjoy. Um, I would love to hear some feedback. Um, and thanks for listening to Hidden Colors brought to you by Raquel Smith. Thank you.